Welcome to the Spiritual Soul Discovery Podcast. If you are spiritually curious, this is the podcast for you. We will be exploring today's curiosities around spirituality, mindfulness, and life after life. I'm your host, Joanna Durkin. I am a spiritual medium and soul reader. It is my passion to help others discover their inner spiritual guidance that connects you with your purpose here on earth. You know there's more to this life that's waiting for you, and now is the time to be inspired and uncover your true destiny. I promise there will be some magic along the way. So are you ready to discover more about your soul and its connection to this world and beyond? Then let's go. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. Today is going to be a special episode because I have my first guest. Yes, I have my first guest on today and we're talking about vision boards and all of that manifesting goodness. But before we go to the vision boards, I wanted to just mention there is this new show on Netflix called Surviving Death. You guys have to check it out. I mean, it's everything that I'm kind of sharing on this podcast. So if you're spiritually curious, you got to check it out. The first episode was about near-death experiences, which, my gosh, I could read books about it. I could watch movies about it all day long. The second and third episodes are about mediums and all that world. It's, it's so, so interesting. And then I haven't gotten any further, but I know I'm so excited to watch the rest. So I know you'll really like it. Just try it out next time that you're searching around Netflix and looking for something to watch. I guarantee that you'll really enjoy it. So, all right, time for this week's episode. Here we go. Hi, everyone. Okay, here we go. This is my first podcast. It's a big day with a uh, guest on my podcast. I'm so excited to have Krista Nillis on my podcast. And she is here today to talk about vision boards, which is such a great way to start the year. We're going to really get into what vision boards are and why you should use them and how it's such a great tool to plan for the rest of your year and to plan out what dreams and desires that you have. So I'm going to bring in Krista. Hi, Krista. Thanks for joining us today. Hi, Joanna. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Oh, I'm so glad. This is going to be so great. So I know that you are a vision board enthusiast. And so I just want you to like maybe share what your passion is about vision boards. So what is a vision board? And how did you start getting into vision boards? Yeah, so I am a vision board enthusiast. I um. I have been making vision boards since I was like 11 years old, not even realizing that what I was doing was making a vision board. <laughs> yeah. they were even a thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I'm a, personally, I'm a really visual person. I love aesthetic. And so for me, um, you know, vision boards are just a visual representation, a physical representation of what you hope to attract into your life. And you know, it can, uh, it can represent goals, desires, things like physical things you want to bring into your life, um, experiences, people, aspirations. Um, yeah, so um, 
yeah, it, it, vision boards are really just a tool serve to inspire and motivate you. And isn't it funny that like as kids, we were doing this as kids, like, uh, you know, when as a teen, I remember having like posters of all of the people that I loved in those teen beat magazines or just like different. I mean, I was into gymnastics, so I had gymnastics posters of people who I admired all over my wall. Like I, it's just funny how it's something that we did as kids, whether we knew it or not. Isn't that right? Naturally. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know about you, but my whole bedroom wall was like my canvas and it was like, yeah, magazine cutouts. And it's funny that you talk about how, <laughs> um, you know, Team Beat and having like yeah. celebrities because one of the things that I actually was able to manifest from one of my teen vision boards was uh, was was a celebrity. <laughs> no, tell me, tell me. <laughs> okay, so I don't know if you remember. Like, I'm going to age myself here real quick. <laughs> uh, that's okay. We're the same age. So it's fine. Amazing. Right. So in the early '90s, there was a TV show called Home Improvement. I don't know if you remember. Of that. course, of course. Okay, so one of my like teen crushes of all time was Jonathan Taylor Thomas, JTT. Of course, he was so cute. Voice of Simba. <laughs> yes, that's <laughs> yeah. right, the Lion King. Yeah. So I had probably hundreds of photos of him from magazines on my wall. Like I was obsessed. And uh, funny enough, um, the school that I was going to um, had a massive like west coast pacific forest behind it and this is where they did a lot of um filming for movies and such and my girlfriends and i after school i think we were probably in grade six or seven i don't know correct me if i'm wrong if that's the age around 12. we would go to the forest after school and just hang out and uh we found that they were filming and it just so happened to be a show the home show with Jonathan Taylor Thomas oh my and gosh so, funny enough my girlfriend she was like super courageous she, um there was like a time where he wasn't on set and he was just like hanging out and she went up to him and was like hi I go to school over there what's your name like I know your name but I'm Jordan and <laughs> oh my goodness that and so Jeez. yeah it ended up being like she had his phone number and then she like <gasps> What? Number with, like three girlfriends. <laughs> so, I mean, it wasn't long before he changed his phone number because, <laughs> oh, you know what happened. Well, it's his mistake for giving it out. Uh, yeah, but that yeah, we got to meet him. That is so cool and funny. I'll say it quickly. I have a similar story. I had Joey Lawrence all over my wall from Blossom, and oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I was obsessed. And he actually came to a mall. That was like 15 minutes down the road. I went to the mall with about 100,000 other screaming girls. And somehow he actually canceled the mall because once he got there, he realized that was like a security risk. And I ran outside and got to his limo. And as he was leaving, he ran over my foot. So (laughs) I never got to meet him. But like, I was fine. Like, I, I, I was tough. But I was super close. I was so close. Um, amazing. But yeah, so it just shows that like as kids, we're, we're, we started manifesting, whether we knew that it even existed or not. It's just a part of who we are, trying to make things happen and surrounding ourselves with all the goodness 
to just imagine it, um, even if it was really out of reach. <laughs> but isn't it funny that when we were children, it was easier to manifest? Like, I watched my six-year-old daughter. She can manifest toys and candy like nobody else's business. It's, it's so <laughs> true. We don't have this programming of years and years of resistance in our way, right? And yes, and that conditional, like, uh, you know, limiting beliefs that like are just passed down from us uh, to us. It's what society tells us is not achievable. You can't just manifest anything you want. Yeah, you can. And that's kind of the the myth that everyone buys into. So I agree with you. Let's dispel that myth today. Yes, let's do it. Okay, so I want you to share about, like, tell me some of your vision board success stories. Like, what are some things that you've manifested? Yeah, so I, some of the things that I have manifested, well, JTT, that was a big Yeah, one. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, I, through vision boards, so I started doing them about five years. No, that's a lie. About seven years ago, um, like every January to start off the year. And one of the coolest things that I was able to manifest was my husband. Oh, nice. <laughs> I'm really good at manifesting guys and cars for some reason. Oh, well, hey, that's People and good cars. combo. So my husband, so I manifested this like, tall, dark and handsome. And I just had on my vision board, like, just a handsome looking man that wasn't I didn't need to specifically, obviously, manifest that man, but it was a representation of who I was trying to attract in. Yes. Anyways, you know, next to the visual, I had the words of the characteristics that I would like my ideal partner to mm -hmm. embody, right? So confident, secure, um, you know, courageous and kind and thoughtful and humble. And so, yeah, so uh, it was within six months that I ended up meeting my ideal partner. Oh, my wow, husband. six so, months? That, that's not too long to wait. Oh, yeah. When and you start? And we were engaged uh -oh. after three months and then married after five months. And yeah. What? <laughs> We've been together almost 12 years now. That's like phenomenal. Like what a nice story. Oh, I love that. I love that. Because I, I mean, I, I feel like I did the same as a kid. I always knew that I wanted a certain type of person and those characteristics, even though I wasn't necessarily like in a, a place where I was like in romantic relationships, but just growing up, I just knew the type of guy that I wanted. He had to kind of fit this mold and yeah, I definitely married that guy. Like, I, as soon as I started dating him, I told my friends, I'm going to marry that guy. I, I know it. Amazing. It is. Know, now, right? we had a little bit more of a bumpy road because we were young. But at the same time, it's like, it all just worked out the way it should. But um, I totally get that, like that sense of, and when you're young, it's like you just ask for what you want. You don't think about, is it in my bubble to get it? You know, you're not, right. you're not thinking about that. I love that. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I'll, I'll also share a little story about how I, as a kid, I, I always uh, wanted a house with a pool. So I, as I was an adult and I was, you know, owning, we had owned a couple of homes and there's just a point where I was like, I really want, um, 
I started making vision boards and I would put like houses with pools on it because it was like just a childhood dream of like always wanting to have a pool. And at the time we were living in Ontario and you can enjoy summers like a long summer with a pool. And um, and then I just kept picturing it and picturing it. And I would imagine myself sitting in my backyard in that this backyard with a pool and just loving it. And the more that I did that, and I really did put it on vision boards, and I told myself that it would happen, I would put it in lists at the beginning of a year of goals that I wanted to achieve, and it happened. One one day, we just, we finally found the house of our dreams, and I had it. I had a house with a pool. It was like, I remember sitting there and like the first time we got to enjoy the pool and I was sitting by the pool and I, I, I was crying. Like I was crying with like, I did it. Like I, it's here. Like I, I have it. It was like, so, it, it just feels so good when you feel that sense of accomplishment and like that you did it. I'm powerful. I can create this stuff. Like it can happen. No one else needs to jump in. I can do it. It's the most amazing feeling. I love that story. Yeah, it's just... And I love that you, like, you know, I think one of the key components to manifesting and um, vision boards in general is, like, when you talk about how you were, when you got, when you were envisioning it, you would get into the feeling of having it. Mm -hmm. And I think that is, like, we'll get onto that a little bit more about, like, how to use a vision board. Yeah, absolutely key oh it's so good so yeah let's get into it so so how do you start with creating a vision board like what would you say is how you start um what should you include what should you consider yeah so for me i have a method that works for me and um i can share that method but um i know other people who do it a little bit differently and i can talk about that as well um so what i personally do is i go to the dollar store and i buy one of those uh, foam, yes, foam boards. <laughs> yeah, I don't like poster boards because they they're just too flimsy for me. I find that they're easily rolled up and put away, and that's not the point of a vision board. <laughs> so I buy the the like hard foam boards, the like project boards, um, and then I I gather magazines. Super simple. I keep magazines throughout the year specifically so that I can, oh, um, you know, collect them so I can do my vision boards. Um, I have friends that, you know, if, if I need more magazines, I put it out on Facebook a few weeks before I'm about to do a vision board and I just ask for people's leftovers. Yes. Um, yeah. So vision board. So the board magazines, scissors, glue, whatever you want. Um, I also use washi tape because I'm, I'm like really a visual person. So washi tape is always so pretty. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then. The way that I format my vision board is a little bit specific. Um, it's I basically graph out seven um, sections on my board. So I've got the seven areas of life, which include the spiritual quest, my mind, career, family, financial, social, and physical. So I then go through the magazines and I clip out. I, I don't question anything if I'm attracted to it I clip it out I cut it out and I put it on there and I kind of organize it so that it falls in one of those seven areas of life 
categories. Um, I'm really undiscerning. I'm like, if it resonates, it's on there. And um, one of my hacks that I do, which I learned from, I think it was Manifestation Babe, Catherine Zankina. I learned a hack from her that is to always include on your vision board something that you have already manifested. So what this does is it tells the universe and tells your subconscious mind that it's not hard to manifest whatever's on your board. You've already done this. It's oh, easy. I love that tip. That is so good. That's gold. Yeah. So I have um, I have a dream car that I want to manifest. And the car that I have now is a dream car that I used to want. <laughs> <laughs> now you're moving on to bigger and better. Awesome. I, well, I move in baby steps too because sometimes – then that, that's a strategy that I use sometimes like when you have like the dream and it seems unattainable I work in baby steps sometimes to get there mm -hmm. and it works for me it might not be the most I don't know um anyways it works for me so I have my dream car on there and I also have my current car on there just to tell my subconscious mind that it's easy to mean it's easy to manifest these things. You've already manifested some of them. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love um, that. and then in terms of uh you know what to put on there, I always I just the you know, goals and desires, places I wanna go, things I wanna do. I have um I always include an inspirational person, somebody who represents like where I want to go in life and what I want to embody. Yes. Um, yes. And then, yeah, inspiration. So like I have, you know, I have a one photo of this mom in a pool, like throwing her kid up in the air. And I'm like, yes. It's been COVID times, so we haven't gone anywhere nice <laughs> yes. recently. And to go into a pool in sunshine with my daughter, like that just sounds like the best. I, lo um, I love that. Yeah, I, so things inspire. And I love all the sections of life too, because you're really making yourself think about what is it that I want in my life? What is it through all parts of my life that will make me be happy, raise my vibration, make me feel like I'm reaching my desires, all those wonderful things. I love that. I love all of your sections of life. That's really good. Now, what about for people who, let's just say, aren't so crafty crafty, never have magazines around? Uh, is it okay if they do like a digital vision board and just kind of create something online? Absolutely, yes. And this is what I do actually for... Like I use, I use vision boards. I have one specific one for my whole year mm -hmm. and that's a very general board, but I also use like Canva. I use Pinterest for smaller projects. So for example, um, one time I was hosting like a girl's weekend retreat at my house. And so I, I planned the menu, I planned decor, I planned like, and it's all about like the feeling, like what, what is it that I want people to feel in, in this experience? And so you know, I used, I used Pinterest for the menu and for the feeling and the decor and yeah. So I, yeah, absolutely. I think um, Canva's awesome in that, I mean, it's just such an easy tool to use. Um, and what's 
cool about Canva also, and you can find um, YouTube videos on how to do this, but um, you can make the background, your background of your phone or your computer, your vision board off of Canva. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I'm going to do that. That's, I was just thinking today, it's funny, just before we got on that I don't like my background. And now you just mentioned this and <laughs> done. That's exactly what I'm doing. And I love your point about Canva because for my listeners, if you haven't used Canva, it is like the most amazing tool to add some like graphic design to your life. If you're not a graphic designer, you can create anything and it's free. Like it's mostly free for so like, and there's so much content, right? Totally. And it's so user-friendly. I find I'm not a very techie person, but it's so easy to use. Yes, it's so easy. And like, you can even choose like a poster template. So it will make it the size of a poster if you ever wanted to print it off. And you can download it for free. It doesn't cost anything. It's so great. Okay, so I would, I love that. I would highly recommend if you're not crafty, just do it digitally, go on Canva. I mean, a lot of us adults and mom, like especially moms use Pinterest all the time. Those are digital vision boards. That's what it is. (laughs) So I love that point that you're kind of already doing this. So why not make it something that you can see every day and it just reminds your subconscious. So going on, I know that there's more to this. So tell me, once we've got our vision board in front of us, whether it's on our desktop, a picture, a poster, tell me, like, where do we go from there? Yeah, so the next step. So once you've got your vision board made, you're going to want to see it. And I put mine in a high traffic area. So I put mine on the back wall of my office where I can see it every single day. And it's not just about seeing it, it's about engaging with it. It's for me, I have um, a daily ritual where I will spend time with my vision board and sit with it and connect every day. So I get into the emotion of what it is that I'm trying to feel because The thing about the universe and the subconscious, it doesn't know words, it doesn't know pictures, it knows feelings and vibrations. So I use my vision board as a tool to inspire that feeling. So I'll sit and I'll actually like conjure the feeling within myself, like excitement. Oh my gosh, I'm going on vacation with my daughter. I'm going to be in a pool and I'm going to throw her up in the air and it's going to be like exhilarating for both of us. It's going to be like the best. It's going to inspire freedom and excitement and adventure and wonder. And I really get into it. Like you can already sense that my vibration is rising (laughs) as I like (laughs) like speaking quicker and more excitedly. So yeah, that's, that's what it is all about. It's putting out that vibration and tuning into it every day so that you are putting that out every single day. And I love that. I love that. And it goes kind of back to my first episode that I recorded on my podcast when I got a chance to go to the Oprah Life Class show in person in Chicago. I remember just sitting there and truly, I imagined myself. I felt the air conditioning on my skin. I felt the cushion of the seat. I felt the energy of Oprah. Like I made myself already experience it as I would believe that it would be experienced. And I truly, truly believe that that is how that manifested. Because 
like I said, I didn't have the power to get tickets to Oprah. That was, that's the universe bringing that to me. And that's what you're saying is that you just have to feel, feel that feeling. And it's kind of like you have to feel like it already happened and you're remembering the memory of it happening, right? What is the hack? Absolutely. Yeah. So there's like a system of be, do, have. Yes. So it's like you have to be that version of yourself already that has the thing or is has experienced the thing. So it's like, yeah, you, you trick yourself and you trick the universe almost. I don't want to say we're manipulating it, but uh, we kind of are. Yes, <laughs> yes. I Oh, I totally, totally. Yeah, I love that. So in terms of how to engage with your vision board also, I have um, just two more things to say about it. Perfect. So the, the I am affirmations. So I don't write them down necessarily. You can, they're affirmations. I love, I've done it before in the past, but for me, it kind of reeks of effort and it kind of goes into the next step of like letting it go. So for me, I verbally and out loud say my affirmations and they're always, I am, and it's always in the present moment as if it's already happened or if it's happening currently. So I am experiencing sunshine on a daily basis. I am fulfilled. I am, and I just, I, it's spontaneous. So every day is a little bit different when I look at my vision board and it just comes to me. And the more you practice it, the more flow. Yes. Agreed. At first it was kind of like, um, I don't know. I am confident. Um, you know, I'll look at my board and I'll be like, I don't know. What am I doing? But the more you practice, the easier it becomes. And then, you know, day 13, you're just like spouting off like, 30 different I am statements. Yes. Um, and I am is the most powerful statement in the universe. Agreed. So that is like, that resonates super high frequency vibration. Yes. Um, I love and that. And then that going into the getting out of your own way part. This is, this is where I see a lot of people get tripped up. So the getting out of your own way is the, where do I want to start with this? <laughs> it's a big one. It's a it's a big matzo ball. <laughs> so for me, when I do written affirmations, it feels very effortful. That is not me being in flow or in a high vibration state. It feels like just for me, like I know for other people, it really works and it helps them get into that state. For me, it doesn't so much. So that is me in my own way. That's me doing something that somebody else has said works for them. But through my own discovery, I've decided that doesn't work for me. So what I do is I really just sit in the vibration of what I want to attract. But I also have to let it go. If I obsess mentally, what often happens is that I start thinking about not having the thing. And that is not what we want to do. We want to let that go. And have faith that the universe provides. And if you need examples, like pull examples from your past and write all of the things down that you've manifested in the past and what you did to get there and how that, how that happened to remind yourself that you are a very powerful, powerful creator and you can do this. So it's a little bit of like, I also am very big into inspired action as opposed to action for action's sake. Yes. (laughs) Um, So yeah, just the difference is that inspired action is when you are feeling inspired, you are like lit up to do the thing that's going to get you closer to attaining. I don't believe that manifestation is 
an effortless thing, mm-hmm. I feel like there is action required. So a vision board is action. That's one step towards attaining your, your desires. Um, but yeah, getting out of your own way and just being mindful, not obsessive about what are the thoughts that you are thinking about what it is that you want to yes. attract. Yes, I love that. And I think that was such a good point to jump in there and say is that getting out of your own way is also a major component of it. Because so many times people get frustrated making these beautiful vision boards and oh, nothing happened. Well, you can't put a timeline around when the universe is going to give it to you and you have to let it go that it's coming. You just have to move on with your life, ask for it and walk away and let go of that like connection that it has to happen or I won't believe because you're ruining it. You ruined it. It's done. You just, you have to just believe and it's that simple. You don't, the proof will come when it comes. And you just got to let it go. But I love, I love that. That was worth mentioning. Definitely. Really good. All right. So is there anything else you want to mention about vision boards and any tips or any other advice? I think that pretty much covers Mm -hmm. it. I think, you know, just have fun with it. Mm -hmm. It's all about raising your vibration. So if you're feeling like, no, you just do what feels good for you. Yes, I love that. I love it. All right, so we'll just wrap it up here. One question I would love to ask you and I would I'm going to continue to ask all of my guests is if you have like an app or a website that you find is inspirational for you, somewhere that you go to get your inspiration and kind of tap into that spiritual side. Oh, good question. I love this question. Um, Oh, so many, but narrowing it down. Okay, I think recently, and the one that's had the most impact, I think is um, Squamish Medium, Danielle Serenk, is so inspiring. She is like... She's the best. She's a medium, (laughs) and she's so down to earth and so relatable, and I just, I can't say enough good things about her and her what she offers. Yeah, she's amazing. Oh, me too. I second that because you and I are a part of her initiation circle and we are a close community of spiritual intuitives and making light workers of the world. And um, I'm so grateful for what she started and she is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, Krista, thank you so much for being a part of the podcast today. This was so much fun. I think we've got some good information and something that my listeners can kind of maybe be inspired by and take on their own vision board and see what happens. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Joanna. I love this. This is my jam. (laughs) Yay. All right. Thanks, Krista. Bye. Bye. If you want to follow Krista on Instagram, you can find her at Krista Nillis, that's C-H-R-I-S-T-A-N-I-L-L-E-S, or she's got a new account just getting started, and it's at soul.fulfilled. So you can check her out there for more of her manifestation enthusiasm. For this week and beyond, I challenge you to make your own vision board, whether it's cutting out pictures from a magazine or going on Canva or even just Google and finding images to put into a digital canvas. 
try it out. You never know. Put it on your bathroom mirror or in your room somewhere where you would see it all the time. I put mine on the fridge. I love seeing it every day. I want to thank Krista for joining us today, and I hope you guys have a great week. See you next week. You can follow me at Spiritual Soul Discovery on Facebook and Instagram. Check out my website, spiritualsouldiscovery.com, where you can contact me for your own personal mediumship or soul reading. To learn more about your spiritual curiosity and keep in the loop about offers and events, sign up for my monthly newsletter on my website. And as a bonus, you'll receive a free personal numerology reading about what your birth date says about you. And last but not least, thank you for tuning in. Hit subscribe so that others can find me in the podcast universe and share with your friends who you know would enjoy this. Thanks for listening and see you next time.